What's going on, y'all? James Hicks here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use. Right, been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers how to really how to monetize and believe it or not I found the right platform that's getting the job done that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up that platform is anchor anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Ladies and gentlemen, that intro track is from Grammy-nominated songwriter Alvin Garrett, who has given me exclusive permission to use his music for this roundtable. For that, I want to acknowledge and thank him. You can find that song, Something's Different, this time on all streaming platforms, and you can follow his musical journey on his website, alvingarrett.com. With that, let me first thank everyone for tuning in tonight for part two of our State of Current Events Roundtable here on Infotainment News. I'm your host and moderator, James Hicks. Today's panel consists of another great cross-section of society, women, mothers, and people of different nationalities and ethnicity. The goal for tonight, similar to the last session, have a constructive dialogue 
share stories, discuss, debate, all that. But at the core, be respectful to each other and ultimately work to help everyone realize that they can play a part in this much needed dialogue and make their voices and actions relevant for positive change. Now let me let the roundtable introduce themselves. I'm going to ask as I bring them on one at a time, everyone to give their name, their location and occupation. We'll start with you. Okay. Uh, I'm Jennifer Hicks. I am James White and um, I am a mom of Jordan and Isaiah. Um, I'm an educator and I'm located in California. Thank you, Jen. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm okay. Natasha Hill. Um, I have two sons, Emmett and Xavier. I'm a human resources uh, professional and live in Kennesaw, Georgia, which is just about 30 miles north of Atlanta. Awesome. Thanks, Tosh. Mm -hmm. I, I love the spellman that you're rocking in the background. I will, I will say that. <laughs> Hey, my name is Marvin, uh, in Sacramento, California. I'm an aircraft mechanic and had to bring uh, my old fart buddy here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Two old guys. <laughs> and I'm, Scott. Yourself. <laughs> I'm Scott, <clears throat> again, Sacramento. I'm uh, 66, retired. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, Scott, for joining. Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is JJ Raymond. Uh, my wife, Carly, and I, we're in Orange County, Southern California. And uh, currently, we work for Crew. It's a college campus Christian ministry and primarily looking through the Bible through the lens of ethnicity and culture and how to fight for oneness. So excited to be here. Thanks, James. Looking forward to it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, so everyone that's watching the stream, I see the comments coming through. Definitely keep those coming. I've, I've put together... A few questions, right? I've got three questions I'd like to present to everyone. You know, we'll, we'll let the discussion flow as it naturally will. I'll be in the background watching time and keeping us as much on track as possible. Uh, if we go 20 minutes per question, that'll kind of give us the opportunity to let our East Coasters go to go to bed at an mm -hmm. early time, right? We won't be on too long. So be, be cognizant of the folks that are in the East Coast, right? Does that make sense? Yep. Awesome. So I, I, guess, let me, that, I was just going to say, that? I should know Toby's head might pop in every once in a while if he has a comment too. <laughs> you know what, let, let, put him on camera. He can, he can definitely join the discussion. So let, let's start with this, you guys. Um, protests, as we know, are happening everywhere, literally globally, in support of civil justice and people tired and frankly disgusted with police using excessive force and overstepping bounds. What are, you, what are you seeing in your area in regards to these protests? And I, I, I've got to start ladies first, and I've got to start with, uh, with, with the boss in the house. So, well, see, hey, don't start nothing, Marvin. Yeah, I've got, I got to start with Jen first. So. I didn't say anything. <laughs> so I think something that I'm noticing in our community is that it seems to be a lot of youth are um, gathering and really leading the protests. In fact, Jordan, um, our daughter who's 18, um, told me yesterday about a protest that her friends were organizing over by the mall. 
And um, so I, I did a drive by and I was a, an obnoxious honker honking at them and, and giving them some encouragement. Um, but one of the things I've just noticed just looking at, you know, different social media posts is that we have a lot of youth in our community that are really rallying um, and um, and really leading and organizing some of the protests. Right, right. That makes sense. We have a new entrant into the panel, and I definitely want to give her the opportunity to as well state uh, name, occupation, and location. Kelly, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm Kelly. I live in Sacramento, and I'm a photographer in the area. Since I got you on camera and on screen, we just started kind of with going over with the questions and usually question number one on there. What what are you seeing in, in your area in regards to the protests that are happening? Are, are you seeing a different age or different demographic in terms of who's showing up or, or are you even seeing anything in, in where you are? In Sacramento there, I feel like it's pretty much all ages, but I feel like a lot of it is uh, the younger generation for sure, just like Jen said. I totally agree with that um, more than like the older people, but I feel like that we had gone to a few in Sacramento and there, it was a pretty wide range of ages. I felt like. Interesting. Interesting. Tosh, what about you? I'm, I'm, I'm interested to, to hear what's going on in, in, in the Atlanta area. Um, Atlanta has been interesting. I think, um, as I said, I, I live in the suburbs, so I'm not right downtown Atlanta. Um, Probably you've seen a lot of what's going on in downtown. Um, it's been all ages, all races, um, but it's been equally, I think, um, prevalent in the in the suburbs. So even in Kennesaw, which is you know a pretty largely white middle class neighborhood, um, we've had several um, walks and gatherings um, for. For protest, I wouldn't call it even protest. It's awareness. It's it's we're here and we have a voice and we want to be heard. Um, yeah, no one knows <laughs> <yeah>. how to. <laughs> I know. How to do I that know. Anymore, and, but but James, they don't get that today. Like no one wants to talk about it. Like they don't get any financial literacy. So 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 if if you go to certain websites, you can learn about it. But you have to be proactive yourself to learn about yeah. it at whatever stage in life you're in. And there are different stages that I would love to, at some point um, during this time, talk about. We got it, but you know, we, we've got the whole amount of time and no one's going outside because again, it's lightning and, and thundering in, in our neck of the woods. So I'm, I'm stuck in, I did all my yard work yesterday. Let me, let me, let me start by, I, I guess, bridging yeah, yeah. a couple of questions to you and then I'm sure other folks would chime in, but I mean, your definition, I guess, of trading versus investing right yeah, and and yeah. do you delineate between th those two statements i do i do i think um and by no means am i a tax accountant or an investment advisor so i gotta you know put that little thing at the bottom this is my 51 years worth of knowledge right and and investing and trading are very very different things i mean um, trading it to me is like you're on the craps table in Vegas and that's okay. Yeah. Right. I do it. Yeah. I mean, I do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I took advantage of the, the, the mid March collapse 
And I went out there and bought a basket of stocks at very, very low prices. And I, I, I put money in that I knew if I was going to lose it all, it wouldn't impact the way I live. And it was like rolling dice. I'm putting, you know, a hundred bucks on six and eight and a high, low, yo, or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm rolling that, that to me, that's trading and you can make yeah. a decent amount of money doing that. And, and a lot of people are um, so much going on and I feel hopeless in a lot of it. Um, I started volunteering in January for a group called restorative partners here, and mm -hmm. I'm going to be a mentor to someone newly out of prison. And that's what the training I'm going through. So I'm learning about the history of incarceration in our country, which is giving me a lot to be pissed off about. So yeah. this is not um, mentally healthy for me to be going through, but I am learning a lot. And um, so I, I didn't have any idea, which when I learned something new like that, it shocks me that I was so naive about so much. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes think, can I learn any more? I don't know if I can handle any more of this negativity. Yeah. Yet it's something that I do need to know. And it will help me at least help one person through this process of acclimating back into the world after being in prison. And um, so it's been very interesting learning about that. And um, it's also hard to go through a training online because I like the in-person stuff. Yeah. It's been fascinating that I've been comfortable doing keynotes online <laughs> because I am such a hugger. And, um, and I feed from the energy in the room. So it's yeah. kind of shocking that I can do it online. But I'll probably continue to do some online because it's certainly cheaper to do it like this instead of flying out to Nebraska for a 50-minute keynote. There you go. They don't have to pay for your airfare, right, and everything, and they can add that more into your your uh, into your rate as opposed to paying, paying for that Delta flight. I know. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't even know they had airports in Nebraska. Just oh kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, my poor. All the Cornhuskers or fans are going to be mad at us now. She's drinking wine, and, you know, it's three. I'm, I'm drinking the coffee. So What's a Cornhusker? Oh, my. Look. <laughs> Again, she doesn't have a television, ladies and gentlemen. Not, not, not a sports fan. Not a sports and this fan. Is it is Coke Zero. Uh, very nice cup you got there. Okay. A little, little, little incognito. No, I, yeah. Well, I. Um, after Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill in high school, wow. I cannot <laughs> do wine. Oh. She said Boone's Farm from Strawberry Oh, my gosh. I know. You're too young to probably even know about that. No, I, I know about some Boone's Farm and uh, and you know, PBR and all, all those back in the day. I bet oh, those, yeah. those, those are bad memories. I, I, I don't want to memorize, memorize some of those. That, that, that. Yeah. They still have Boone's Farm. I just did a training for a company and they sent me a case of it. Boone's Farm costs 50 cents per bottle. <laughs> or no, it's, it's, it's about it's a dollar. High. It's high end now. It's two ninety nine. It's not cheap anymore. It's super expensive. <laughs> two dollars. <laughs> just go all out. You know, I'm not not gonna pay you in cash, but Jim, what we're gonna do? We're gonna send you a case oh. of strawberry Boone's Farm. 
Oh, but guess what else? You can now throw up in blue and yellow. It comes in three flavors to throw up in. It costs them more to ship it to me than it costs for them to buy the wine. There you go. I know. And it's still fruit pop, though. Yeah, easy, easy access, right? With this, yeah, with this, yeah. Yeah. I got it. I yeah. love it. Uh, Dick, let me ask you, know? let me ask you a question about um, your your travels again, as well. I, I, I keep, I keep wanting to go, go back to that because I think that has shaped so much about who you are. Um, now, how much time you, you, Grew up in, in Asia, you grew up in Africa. Have, have you lived outside of there? Have you lived anywhere else besides San Luis Obispo where, where you are now? Or uh, were, were those kind of the main two, main three locations that you've spent most time? Uh, no, I lived in Florida, in Virginia, in Montana, a little while in North Carolina. Okay. And that's it. Okay. And, well, curious, where in Virginia? In Vienna, right outside of D.C. Because okay. when we came back to the States, my dad worked in D.C. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, we were stationed at Langley in Virginia. So we were in Hampton uh, and the whole Newport News area. And all of my extended family is over in Maryland and D.C., um, Fredericksburg and Richmond, Virginia, that kind of area. Oh, really? I worked yeah. at Price's Corner when I came back to the States. So this is interesting. So I came back to the States. I ended up going to five high schools. So I came back and I went to, um, I, I needed one class to graduate. And American history, because obviously that wasn't offered in the schools overseas. And I had mm -hmm. gone to, um, uh, Thai, um, Taipei American School was my last school overseas. Okay. So I found out I needed one class to graduate, and the first class of the day was American history. So I knew I could take that. So I went to Tyson's Corner, Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor, and I applied for a job. And I said, I need, I'm going to take American history. Right after that, I can drive over here and work for the day. Okay, so I got the job. So I go to school, the day to register, and they said the class is full. And I said, I'm a senior, don't I get special privilege? And they go, cheerleaders get special privilege. Uh -oh. I mean, oh, uh -oh. no, no. Uh -oh. <laughs> so um, I, I said, then I'm dropping out of school. And they go, have your parents come in. So I called my mom and she came in. She goes, that is ridiculous. I said, I know. So we met with the principal and he said, yeah, tell your daughter she can't drop out. And my mom said, she's going to drop out. That is ridiculous. Why do cheerleaders get preference? Well, he wasn't expecting that. Right. So she um, backed me up and we go out to the car and we're looking at each other going, what are you going to do? And I went, I don't know. What are we going to do? So she said, well, you can go to night school. So we went over to the night school and it was really sketchy. So we were a little scared. And so we went to the uh, school that was in Falls Church. 
and we said, I know you don't allow like out of district, but this is the situation. And they said, okay. Well, I didn't know anybody in that school. And yeah. so I went there for a semester. And then I said to my parents, you know, if I graduate from school in California, um, then they'll, I can be a resident and I can go to school free. So in my senior year, my parents let me move by myself and I rented a room by myself in California oh when I was gosh. 17 and I graduated um, from a California school. And when I went out to the school to register, they said, who's your guardian? And I go, I don't have a guardian. <laughs> so they called my mom and she goes, ooh, does she have to have one? We didn't think about that. And they go, well, she's supposed to, and I didn't have one. So isn't that crazy? Little, little details that were slightly overlooked, but- We uh, totally didn't plan it out. My parents, they were pretty crazy too. So I graduated by myself. That is insane. That is, yeah. See, but that's a story that not everyone can tell. That's a, and that's oh, a great yeah. story too, that you know, you've been there and, and kind of gone through that. Um, shipped you all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast to go yeah. to school. Uh, you had one class to take and you went yeah. to class, which is which is it was a thing too. I mean, most kids probably I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone to class. I don't know. I probably well, I went to watch TV hmm. shows films um, almost every day. In LA. <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> you, your 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 life is just. I know you've written a book. You got to write another book. You know, my only life regret is that I didn't keep a journal. Yeah. Because we did have some pretty amazing experiences, and my dad didn't always think things through, and we did have some pretty crazy things that happened to us. Wow. And um, my mom actually was wore kind of the pants in the family in that my dad would just suggest these crazy things and um, and we do them. And then my mom would think later when we first moved to Ethiopia. So here I am, seven, five, four and one kids, white blonde hair, early 60s, Ethiopia. We get in my dad's Jeep and we just drive and we are in the middle of nowhere. There's no roads. Get a flat tire. Yeah. So my dad changes it. We continue driving. I mean, there are no roads. A native throws a spear at the tire. No gas stations. So my dad takes the tire off and just hikes looking for something. So we're alone in the car for like three hours and we're singing Girl Scout songs. And there's a big circle of Ethiopians around us just staring at us. And later as adults, we said, Mom, you are so calm. She goes, I wanted to kill your father, but I couldn't let you guys realize that. So my dad finally came back and there was just, I mean, they were looking at us like we were in a zoo and no one came toward the car. They were just watching us. And um, I know. <laughs> See, you realize that could go in a whole bunch of different directions, right? You're 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 driving in Ethiopia, you flat tire, someone throws a spear at the tire. Wait, wait a minute, what? 
I, I mean, know. That, so you know, we, we could talk about that for 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 an hour, and then you're being <laughs> you're being circled by by the natives as they're like, they're like what is this what is this family doing here? They look a little bit out of place. <laughs> I know. I know. And my sisters both got hepatitis because they were little oh. and they drank water out of the faucet outside. Oh. And then my dad got malaria, and um, my mom got calcified pork worms and she was told not to eat the meat but she did and she was Ain't written anyway. in the american journal of medicine because and it got so bad is that right because well, they weren't they didn't know that you could get calcified pork worms and they'd stay in her arm <laughs> hey, what what is going I on <laughs> i know but you know right. what? again we the Ethiopians to me are the most beautiful people on earth. They were so lovely to us, and my dad really left a part of his heart when mm. we left there. And um, again, so kind, and I felt so safe over there. And um, really, it was a wonderful place to grow up. And I met Haile Selassie. Really, while you were there. For, yeah, twice I learned how to curtsy, which is always a good skill to have in your back pocket, just in case. There you go. Boom. There you go. There I you know. go. <laughs> little, little etiquette right there, too, you know. <laughs> I know. You never know when you're going to have to bow. Drinking Boone's Farm and you got to curtsy. You know, no, 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 that's I know. Where, that's I've a good way to say hello. <laughs> Gee, I, I don't know. I don't know where else to go because I, I'm, I, I told you again, planning this, I didn't have any ideas in terms of where we would go but lo and behold we've talked for 58 minutes right now and i'm overwhelmed in a great way you as always have have just provided insight you've provided humor i mean you're one of the funniest persons on the planet i, I will tell you that for sure and you got to write that book again um tell us real quickly what's what's next for you what's next for for Gene, what's next for the organization, Happy People Win, and maybe the, the other portion of that, Happy People Power, or what, you know, what's next with you coming for the, for the rest of this year, maybe? You know, I'm kind of going to be status quo, I think, for the rest of the year. Um, and then next year, I'd like to get back. Um, I'd like to do two trips next year. I'd like to go back to Bangkok where I was in junior high and um, visit some of the elephant reserves. And I'd like to go back to Ethiopia and Kenya and um, visit some friends and just catch up. I'm really fortunate and you've met my mom. She's gonna be 89 this year and I'm so lucky. She is my best friend. She lives next door and um, I don't know. Other than that, um, just continue what I'm doing. I, I really love my life and mm -hmm. I live my bucket list. I don't want to be those a person who says, when I retire, then the fun starts. I don't want to be that yeah. person. I want to every single day of my life, I want to run wild, which is my book. And I want to visit my friends and I want to do the things that I love to do. Amazing. I don't want to have any regrets. Living every day to the fullest. Yep. 
and you 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 are that is if you look that up in the dictionary that that is definitely you for sure gene thank you very much for your time thank you for your your story but more importantly thank you for your friendship you 